Joe Biden makes the big announcement and no one heard it. Didn't think we could have another Afghanistan, did you? Well, here we go. And Fox News and CNN make huge announcements. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, it happened. I am married. I am married. I am off the market. I have the I have an old ball and chain. I have a ring on my finger. The ring of fire. It's done. Well, so we got married on Saturday. Josie is now officially stuck with me until I'm dead or until she's dead, but I don't think she'll die anytime soon. I got a feeling I'm going to be a little bit before her, but hey, we're done. We're thrilled. We're happy. Um, if you go online to dumbasses talking politics, uh, dot com, you'll actually be able to see, or rumble, you'll be able to see some of the videos. I'm going to post them. Um, it was a beautiful ceremony. We had a good time. It was chaotic as absolutely all sin, like most marriages are. And not between Josie and I, it was just, my Lord, families. That's all I have to say. Families. You know exactly what I'm talking about. All families are the same. This family wasn't, uh, and it isn't any different. These families, our families, not any different. Not to mention this happened in Vegas, so you knew there was going to be some shenanigans going on. And there was shenanigans going on. Uh, not by me. I was actually pretty sober. But uh, actually, I wasn't pretty sober. I was very sober. I didn't drink at all on the trip. But we can't say the same for the bride. So some things happened. But it all turned out. We made it. We're alive. We're all exhausted. Uh, but we had a really great time. It was a really nice ceremony. And it was a lot of fun. Okay. So let's get to some of the stuff we're going to go over today because a lot happened while I was gone. The good news is I didn't bother looking at the news at all. So I, I finally decided, okay, I got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, so Joe Biden has finally announced that he's running for president again. Well, I mean, sort of. He, he decided to release a video. Of course, he released a video at 6 a.m. on Tuesday. 6 a.m. So you might be shocked that nobody actually saw this video unless you were watching the news or you were watching or you're on social media because that's the only place they posted this damn thing. Um, he never held a press conference. As a matter of fact, he hasn't held a press conference since uh, November 7th now. So it's going on six months, half a year, that he has not actually gone up and held a solo press conference. Today he's supposed to go up again, but it's again a co-press conference with, I think it's the South Korean guy. I don't know. President from South Korea. I don't know who it is. I don't really care. Uh, but you know he's not going to answer any questions because he doesn't. Um, and he's just looking bad and bad, worse and worse and worse. Other news, of course, he's running with Kamala Harris, which is going to make this one of the one of the funniest campaigns if this guy actually decides to campaign, we don't know what he's going to do. I don't know how he does it. And by the way, this is one of the reasons why Ron DeSantis has to run against Joe Biden. Because if Donald Trump runs against Joe Biden, Joe Biden's going to make this about Donald Trump. And by the way, in his three-minute video, which by the way, he still hasn't talked to anyone about him running. And when, when asked... 
Karen John Pierre basically said was asked, can he run? Is he going to actually serve the rest of the four-year term if he's elected? She said, I don't know. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing that they're putting somebody so unstable as the president. Absolutely incredible. So here's the video in case you missed it. Uh, I'm going to play, it's three minutes, going to play the whole thing, but and and I'll probably jump in every once in a while here. But let's listen to this Dolt talk about uh, his running again. So first they're showing Freedom. video of January 6th. Of course. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. It shouldn't be. Red or blue. Of course, very vague. To protect our what rights. Does that to make mean? sure that everyone in this country is You've been fighting for democracy. What have you done? At making it. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating course, what health care so, decisions we to make. going to go and solve it, books, so he doesn't mention that. And telling that. people who they can love. All while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. Of course, uh, voting has not been an issue that I know of. When I ran for president four years ago, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America. And we still are. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. This is a guy who's trying this to take our rights away, rights, free speech, religion, all that stuff. So I guess he wants us to have fewer. I mean, That's the Second Amendment he's trying to destroy. Because I know America. I know we're good and decent people. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty and respect. And this is after he just ripped dignity. half the country as being that MAGA Republicans. Where we give hate no safe harbor. We believe that everyone is equal, that everyone should be given a fair shot to succeed in this country. Thank you for choosing us. Every generation of Americans have faced a moment when they have to defend democracy. Stand up for our personal freedom. Stand up for the right to vote and our civil rights. And this is our moment. Now he's going through a bunch of pictures, just speeding through. Just people walking around and running and protesting and things like that. One of the things you may notice with this video, he's not in it. Him hugging people, him... So if you're with me, who did Joe Biden not come inside? Let's finish this job. I know we can. Because this is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we cannot do if we do it together. Now, mind you, he doesn't actually say anything about what he has done as he's been president. He doesn't talk about what he's accomplished as he's been president. That never came up. 
And that never came up for a reason because nothing he's done has been good. He is nothing but slogans. He hasn't said what he needs to finish. Nothing has been said in that video. And he's not in the video. They've got clips of him running around probably when he had his B-12 shots. And that's it. There's no talk of Afghanistan. There's no talk of Sudan, which is happening right now. We'll get to that in a second. No talk about the border. No talk about more people dying of COVID under his watch. No talk about mandates. No talk about the disaster that is China, Russia. No talking of the Ukraine war. No talking of high crime, homelessness, and drug use, or fentanyl, which, by the way, he's blaming MAGA Republicans for fentanyl right now and blaming MAGA Republicans for crime. Nothing like this. He has nothing. So it, it one of those things, this is what this guy's running on. Now, to give you a hint, how tone deaf this guy really is, and he is tone deaf, okay? He is sitting back right now and thinking that everyone wants him and 70% of Americans, 70% of Americans don't want him running. He only has support of 70% of Democrats. That's an unheard of number for an incumbent president. It's usually in the mid-90s. So he's going to run on this. But this guy, he says he loves America, he loves America. This is a man who's trying to tear down the foundation that made America, that the founding fathers tried to create. He's trying to tear those principles down. So, I don't know. He wants to, uh, I don't know what why he even wants to run. The guy has only worked 50, per, I mean, maybe he's earning a million dollars a year only working 50% of the time. And so I, I don't know what he's doing. But my, my thing is, he's not finished doing his job because he's not finished, finished fucking up the country. He still has work he needs to do. Well, good for him. Go do it. Okay, so if you thought, here's our next story. Now, I think this is actually kind of an important story. I also think it's another loss for Joe Biden. I, his announcement, honestly, couldn't have come at a worse time. So if you thought Afghanistan, the pullout in Afghanistan was bad, yeah, it's happening again, this time in the Sudan. So according to the New York Times, let's get the full story first. It began with a helicopter evacuation of American diplomats from Sudan's besieged capital city just after midnight Sunday then turned into a full-fledged exodus of foreign officials and citizens of other nations as the battle raged around them. At the United States Embassy in Khartoum, Sudan, an elite team of Navy SEALs ushered up to 90 people into the aircraft, this is from their diplomatic headquarters, before taking off for Djibouti, 800 miles away. Later in the article, it actually kind of discusses what happened, the U.S. government has said it is trying to help an estimated 16,000 Americans, 16,000 Americans living in the Sudan. Now, mind you, this is the New York Times. 
yeah, the United States is not trying to help those 16,000 Americans. That That is complete bullshit. But we'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, of course, then they do this. 16,000 Americans living in Sudan, most of whom are dual citizens. That's kind of the excuse that they're using. U.S. officials are sharing information with them about changing security conditions and potentially less dangerous routes and helping them pool resources, including matching those who need transportation with someone who has a space in their vehicle. U.S. officials have stressed a variety of factors about why the evacuation operation went forward on Saturday, early morning Sunday, Sudan time. President Biden had made the decision on Friday to do it when feasible and safe, after senior military and diplomatic officials said there would not be a reliable there would not be reliable supplies of food, fuel, and energy at the embassy. Moreover, after several failed ceasefires between the two warring factions, those warring factions, by the way, are the rapid, are the Sudanese armed forces, which are led by a, a guy, a general named Abdel Fattah al-Burhan, and the rapid support forces, or RSF, a, which is a paramilitary group led by a general Mohammed Hamdan Dagalo. God, I did pretty good there. So those are the two forces that are actually fighting here. Moreover, after several fa failed ceasefires between the two warring factions, there was another attempt at one for the Eid holiday celebrating the end of Ramadan, creating a brief window when it was safer to fly in and out of the operation. Now, again, we are abandoning 16,000 American citizens. Now, I know the New York Times says, okay, we're trying to get them out. No, they're not. That's not true. The, as a matter of fact, the U.S. government said they're not trying to get them out. They're telling them to stay in place, not to go onto the streets. The embassy is empty. And then they're using an excuse, well, those people live there and they want to live there. That's what they're saying. So, no, they're not. They're actually making excuses why they're leaving them there. Now, I was going to say something I did put in my script, which I didn't put before. All we need is a terrorist attack that kills U.S. Uh, US citizens, and we've got Afghanistan all over again. Now, I wrote this yesterday. Guess what? Today, two Americans were killed in Sudan. Meanwhile, what, where this, the Sudanese, by the way, they're pissed off. They're real pissed off. The West is in, the reason there are consulates, American, French, British, they're all bailing. They're all leaving. The Sudanese said the reason the West is here is because they wanted to set up a civilian-run government in Sudan. And not only did they not run a civilian-led government, they didn't stop these generals from actually trying to take over the government, and now they're fighting, and they're wondering, what were you doing here? And Sudanese are being killed. They're running out of food, energy, and water. So you're looking at another Somalia in the Sudan. 
And by the way, Sudan is used to this. They've had, they just got over a civil war 10, 15 years ago. So, but that's not the big thing also. Another point of weakness from our stupid-ass Joe Biden government. There is a vacuum when you leave an area, especially some an area like Sudan, which is kind of an important country because it's kind of in the middle of, of the, the stuff over there. That vacuum begins to be filled with somebody else. It has been reported that a front group called the Wagner Group from Russia is now in Sudan trying to negotiate and establish a pro-Russian government in the Sudan. This is the, the big problem. This is the irony of the war in Ukraine. We're having the war, we're supporting the Ukrainians in Ukraine to weaken the Russian military, but meanwhile, the Russia has reso- other resources that allow them to make footholds throughout the world. They're doing it in Syria. They're doing it in the Sudan. They're doing it in a bunch of different places in Africa and Asia. So while we're weakening the Russian military, Russian Russia is becoming ahead of influence throughout the Middle East and Africa and in certain parts of Asia that China is not influencing in. This is what happens when you have a cowardly president like we do. This is, it, it, this is an absolute Biden failure again. His weakness is going to destroy our influence in the world. And no one, we're so busy worried about trans rights and just bullshit like that. We're not looking at what's actually happening in the world with China, with Russia, with Iran, with Israel. There are problems in Israel that are happening. No one's paying attention to that. I mean, I'm watching Fox News right now, and what they're talking about is how Steven Spielberg regrets the edits he made to E.T. This is really something you should be talking about? Who gives an F about E.T.? A film that was made 50 years ago. Just absolutely incredible. And this is a big deal, folks. This is a big deal. And the news is not reporting it. This is one of the problems I have with Fox News. This should be number one. We should be talking about this. This is another Biden failure. He has now two Saigons in two years. And we're not talking about it. Oh, God, somebody... Okay, well, uh, speaking of the death knell for Fox News, yesterday Fox News decided to fire, or Monday, decided to uh, fire Tucker Carlson. Fox said this was a mutual thing, but it obviously wasn't. Tucker's last show was on Friday. Now, mind you, this comes after Dan Bongino was fired last Sunday. He did his last show last Sunday. And this comes after... Fox News settled with Dominion Voting Machine. The Dominion, the company that made the voting machines that a lot of companies were saying 
a lot of uh, uh, Fox was saying uh, were corrupted. By the way, they were corrupted. I, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. The Dominion voting machine itself may not have been miscounting ballots, but the Dominion voting machines were connected to the Internet, which is against federal law. So I'm not exactly sure where the problem is. <clears throat> but this is something this is something that could have fueled this removal of Carlson. Now, a lot of people said uh, a lot of people on Fox in their statement they said this was mutual. This was a mutual separation. Let's listen to Tucker's last broadcast on Friday, last Friday, uh, the 21st of April. And let's see if he sounds like he knows he's gone on Monday. Listen. Tonight, we interviewed a heroic pizza delivery man called Tyler Morrell, and ever conscious of the opportunity to use our job to get free food, we thought, we'd like to taste your pizza. Tyler Morrell joins us in studio. He will deliver literally anywhere. Tyler, it is so great, great to meet you in person. A couple Coco's pies. So we at these are from Coco's, established 1978. Everybody loves Coco's pizza. That's right. Where's Coco's base? Uh, Aston, Pennsylvania, and Delaware County. Delaware County, yep. best part of the state. I think Ooh, we have a special cheese pies. We have a special pie for you okay. here. Here's Tucker's pie. So I am, as you can likely tell, a pizza aficionado. I was a pizza delivery boy for two years. Is it years. warm at all? Yeah, it's totally warm. <laughs> these warmers are just like one of the great wonders of science. We're going to, this is sausage that sausage and uh, pineapple. And really quick, as a pizza professional, do you look down on this order? Is this I do. I think <laughs> that. I, I consider a criminal. <laughs> I knew you did. <laughs> I, used to, I used to deliver pizzas and calzones. I considered immoral, but I delivered them anyway. It's actually still job. hot. It's actually still hot. <laughs> All the way from It's Philly. so good. It's unbelievable. And All you are a hero. Philly. How's your leg, by the way? Your leg was injured by the fleeing armed, the car thief. It's got a bone bruise on it. Down here. Oh, damn, I can see it. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. Were your family and friends impressed by what you did? They were. They're actually here with me today. Are they really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go, once I've stuffed myself on your pineapple and sausage, and you're right, it is a disgusting order, but I have no shame. <laughs> um, I'm going to go meet them. Oh, there they are! <laughs> we just thought, what a great way to end the week. Yeah. Truly, that was a great segment, and I'm just grateful that you came on, and I'm especially grateful for the pie. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Employee of the week. We're going to just make it of the year. Tyler Morrell of Coco's Pizza. That's it for us for the week. We'll be back. By the way, the entire episode of Let Them Eat Bugs, not quite as good as pizza, streaming now on Fox Nation. Use the promo code ORIGINALS for 30 days free. And we'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, have the best weekend with the ones that you love, and we'll see you then. Does it sound like he knew he was being let go? Out of curiosity? Kind of doesn't, does it? Yeah, he had no idea. He was fired. But the reality of the matter is we really don't know what happened yet. And Fox News has not said a word. If you watch Fox News, and I watched Fox News on Tuesday or Monday, there was no, there was no discussion of it at all. As a matter of fact, when his show was taken over by Brian Kilmeade, um, they, he just said he wishes Tucker the best. He didn't, and which, by the way, is the typical news reporter line. 
I watched the Gutfeld show, which I loved. They never mentioned it. I watched the five. They never mentioned it. I don't know how you don't mention something like that. Fox News is going to have to say something. They're going to right now. I want nothing to do with Fox News. And just listen to that segment. I played that segment for a reason. Because that's how much fun the show is. I don't watch Hannity. I don't watch Laura Ingram. I don't watch Jesse Waters. I watched specifically Tucker Carlson. And the only other show I watch is Gutfeld. Now, I do have Fox News running right now. But I have Fox News running right now simply to see what's going on. I will change it to Law and Order or some crap after this. I'm just not interested. So, um, I'm going to wait until Tucker Carlson actually says something. He hasn't as of yet. But uh, I'm waiting till he says something, and I'm sure it is not going to be. It is not going to be flattering for Fox News. Now, the reaction to this has been pretty typical. The left hates Tucker Carlson. The mainstream media hates Tucker Carlson. So here's the view, of course, celebrating his firing. So let's listen to this. And then I've got some comments about this. Word has just come down that Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. Thank you for his service to the network and host of the prior contributor. Wave. <laughs> you know, we'll talk more about it tomorrow because but we wanted to make sure that we let you know what was going well, on. Well, can I can I ask the audience if they'll help me do something? <laughs> Come on, folks. Na 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 na. I don't think anyone likes to celebrate the demise of someone's career, but well, he's he, not, but he is responsible yeah. for no the demise of someone's career. Yeah, but but he <laughs> is responsible for the degradation that we see somewhat of our democracy in this country, and I just think as a faithful person, look at God, look at God. Well, in you know? Russian propaganda, hardest hit. Yeah, I mean, he's been the biggest yeah. purveyor of pro-Russian yeah. coffee. Yeah. Points. yeah. Um, so it's a good day for the Ukrainian Karma, people. Karma doesn't Tomorrow, lose anyone's yeah. address. No. So. Well, it it may misplace the address, <laughs> yeah. but it does not lose. They are insufferable. They really are. By the way, Tucker Carlson has three times the audience that these broads have. And as far as, and this is the typical line, Tucker Carlson is inciting violence. Tucker Carlson has spread lies and things like that. I mean, this is a show where they've got a woman on there that said that Hitler, it it wasn't racism that Hitler killed 6 million Jews because the Jews were white. Sonny Hostin, who I don't know how she got a law degree, has said stupid things over and over. These are... These women all should have been fired one time or another. Joy Behard, come on. They should have all been fired for things they have said. I mean, you, they ha- on this show, they had Jane Fonda who sat there and said, well, we should kill them. We should kill uh, these politicians. But this show continues to go on. 
And it brings up the fact, um, what does it take to get a show canceled? I mean, Tucker pissed somebody off. No one really knows why. And no one cares. I mean, it's just kind of like, he's gone. And we'll talk about the after effects a little later. But I, I don't understand how this is. these people can actually say... And by the way, Sonny Hostage, we, we never like seeing a man's career end. His career is going to end? You think? You think his career is going to end? He had 3 million viewers. You think suddenly he's not going to go someplace else and he's going to get those viewers back? He's still going to beat the crap out of the view. Okay. Well, here, AOC, of course, she was calling for censorship of Tucker last week. So here she is thrilled about the censorship of Tucker. Let's listen to what she says. Oh, I'm sorry, that was the wrong clip. That was a jackass talking. Here she is. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Um, what I will say, though, is while I'm very glad that the person that is arguably responsible for the some of the largest driving some of the most uh, amounts of death threats and violent threats, not just to my office, but to plenty of people across the country. Um, I also kind of feel like I'm like waiting for the cutscene at the end of a Marvel movie after all the credits have rolled. And then you see like the villains like hand reemerge out to grip, grip over like the end of a building or something. But deplatforming works and it is important and um there you go she is such a terrible human being and basically she believes that you know to end fashion we've we've got to deplatform people who don't agree with me and by the way do you notice she always makes it about her you know all the all the death threats against me you know aoc no one is threatening you with death because you're too stupid no one gives a fuck about you you are worthless you have done nothing. In the six years she has been in Congress, she has done zero. So, yeah, good, good, whatever. You knew they're going to gloat. And they're all gloating. But, you know, we'll get into what's going to end up happening. She is right about one thing, though. Yeah, he's going to come back. It's He doesn't have to... Josie said it yesterday. How do they get rid of Tucker? She doesn't even watch the news. And she knows that Tucker is really popular and she likes watching Tucker. And she doesn't watch news. Even Gutfeld, which is the only show I watch on Fox News now. Even Gutfeld, she likes watching Gutfeld. But she likes Tucker better than Gutfeld. And Gutfeld is actually a, a late night show. It's It's funny. Well, all of the... Um, shock wasn't necessarily negative. It was, there were some people that were really disappointed. Um, Dan Bongino, live on his podcast, which I listened to. I like Dan Bongino's podcast. He found out while he was in the middle of his podcast and he was in shock. 
Now, remember, Bongino was fired last week. This all happened after the Dominion, after the Dominion settlement. So it's not really clear why any of this happened, why Bongino was let go. Bongino says that, you know, there wasn't really a problem. We just couldn't, our contract negotiations didn't go well, and he decided not to do it. That's very possible. I, I have no idea. I like his show on, on, on television, but he is a lot like Tucker. So let's listen to what Dom, Bongino's reaction, because he was in absolute shock. I get it. Folks, I got to tell you, I got like actual goosebumps here. There are very rare moments in the show where I have to stop the show uh, completely, especially in a live chat. Not stop the show, but apparently Tucker Carlson and Fox are done. I, I'm reading it right here that it's just broke. I mean, it's the benefit of a live show. I'm like stunned. I'm stunned. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to get back to that segment. Um, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank him for his service. His last program was Friday, April 21st. Is this... What? Wow. I mean, I got six texts here from people. Holy Moses. I didn't even get the comment. It's Spaghetti. This Spaghetti's got a huge pass. Spaghetti's like, bring in the reliever. Um, I don't even know what to say. Um, that is just shocking news. And so you all understand. Again, I have no inside knowledge of what was happening there at all. I I, hate, I don't even care to speculate about what happened. But um, I suspect Tucker Carlson will be getting a lot of offers from a lot of people. Oh, and he will. Already, there are companies out there that are trying to get him. I'm not sure Tucker's going to actually do much. I mean, there's Newsmax. There's OAN. Um, he could start his own show. Bill O'Reilly did that. And he did. he's doing very well. Um, then there are smaller... There are smaller organizations that have money. Um, the Blaze TV, uh, the Daily Wire. I I'm sure there are a bunch of companies that are looking for Tucker Carlson. He is going to land on his feet. But I got news for you. The company that signs Tucker, they are going to get the golden ticket. Because I can tell you right now, I will subscribe. Uh, Glenn Beck was also, also who was fired by Fox News for nothing in particular. Uh, I never was never a Glenn Beck fan uh, until I started reading his books, and now I, I I listen to what he says on Blaze TV. Tucker's firing could be the death knell to he says could be the death knell to Fox News. This could have been Tucker Carlson's monologues went viral. Three to four times a week. His monologues were all over Twitter. Nobody on Fox News had that. Nobody on any mainstream media platform had that. His did. 
But the question is, you know, it's not even the reaction of AOC. It's not the reaction of The View or Glenn Beck or Dan Bongino. The question is, what? how is this going to affect the bottom line? Well, according to Daily Wire, quote, Fox News Corporation, the parent company of Fox News Channel, saw its stock fall by a billion dollars minutes after news broke on Monday that the cable news channel had ousted its primetime star, Tucker Carlson. Shares of the company, which also owns other sports and entertainment television networks, dipped more than 5.4% following the news of Carlson leaving the organization, shrinking the company's value by a billion dollars. The Wall Street Journal reported that the corporation's shares ranked among the S&P's 500 worst performers on Monday. However, at the closing bell rang on Monday, Fox shares were down just 3%. Yeah, so they only lost about $750 million. Fox News stock is currently up by a couple of percent, but not a couple percentage point, but fraction fractions of a point. It's recovering a bit. Um, but the stock isn't the only thing Fox News needs to worry about. Fox Nation Online subscription service is on the ropes. The Blaze says that many people have already canceled their Fox News subscriptions. Social media is it has it that many people have canceled their subscriptions. I canceled my Fox News subscription, Fox News Nation subscription. Now understand something. The reason I canceled it is not because I'm pissed off at Fox News. I am, but that's not the reason. I canceled it because... Without Tucker Carlson, there is no Fox Nation. Fox Nation just isn't that good. Without Tucker Carlson. His Tucker Carlson um, show continues on that show. He has Tucker Carlson uh, specials on that show. Those were worth watching. They were very, very good. Without him on there, who am I going to watch? There's never, there's not really anything that good on the channel. So I canceled it. I like, what's the point? I saw what I had left that I wanted to see and I was done with it. I did. I mean, what am I going to do? Watch reruns of cops? I can do that on YouTube. Will Fox News survive? Probably Though I don't like some of their comparisons. When they fired Glenn Beck and they fired Bill O'Reilly, they said, well, they fired those two and they survived. Well, Glenn Beck didn't pull 3 million viewers in. And Bill O'Reilly did. But Bill O'Reilly had some serious sexual harassment charges against him. And Bill O'Reilly, I got to be honest with you, kind of a dick. He was kind of a dick. So, I, I, I don't know here. Tucker Carlson, there are articles all over the place, even on mainstream outlets, about how nice a guy he was. And a lot of people are pointing that, well, Tucker Carlson has some issues. There's the Dominion that had the voting machines, which he was against. Okay, he had a harassment suit, which was, the harassment suit wasn't sexual or anything like that. It was somebody had a picture up that they didn't like, and it wasn't even Tucker that put it up. It was one of his producers who's also gone. But also, that's the other thing that's kind of interesting. Tucker's executive producer left too. 
So you got to wonder what's happening over there. Uh, we don't know. We have no idea. But all I know is I don't see a reason to watch Fox News because it's just not that good. Tucker Carlson was entertaining. Entertaining in a way that Bill O'Reilly was entertaining. Entertaining in a way that Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram are not. Entertaining in a way that the Gutfeld show is entertaining. So I don't see myself watching it much anymore. And I, I know I'm not now. Speaking of firings, and I know I'm running late, but I, I, you know, I can't skip this. Don Lemon was fired by CNN. Now, <laughs> I listen, there are a myriad of reasons why Don Lemon needed to be fired from CNN. A myriad of reasons. But this one clip that Don Lemon had with uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is running for president as a Republican. This clip, they said, was the final straw. Uh, I don't know about that. They had every reason in the world to, to... I mean, this guy was a misogynist. This guy sexually harassed men. This is a man who stuck his finger in his butthole and stuck it in the face of a waiter at a restaurant trying to lure him into bed. This is not a good human being. And I'm not kidding you. He's been nailed for that kind of sexual harassment. This is a man who said that a woman over 40 is past her prime, or woman over 50 is past her prime, and actually got suspended for it. They had enough reason to fire him. But this is the clip they say got, was the final straw. Uh, listen. With due respect, including... I find I find your explanation reductive and actually insulting, including to black Americans, to say that black people today, compared to 1964, 1865, haven't made progress in part because of the freedoms we secured. And the Second Amendment was black part of what secured Hang on, please. Freedom. I cannot keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear. So uh, hang on one second. So to say that, that black people, say, say what you said again. Black people secured their freedoms after the Civil War. It is a historical fact, Don. Just study it. Only after their Second Black Amendment rights have, were secured. They were not secured their freedoms after the Civil War. That is not, you are discounting uh, uh, Reconstruction, you're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the Civil War when it comes to African Americans, including the whole reason that the Civil Rights Movement happened is because Black people did not secure their freedoms after the Civil War, and, and that things turned around. People were, tried to change the freedoms that were supposed to happen. And you know how they the got it? They got their Second Amendment rights, and they actually got, the NRA played a big role in that. But today, down the final. The final NRA did the, not play a big role. They train black Americans how to use firearms. That's a lie. That's not. The NRA did not play a big role. This is just historical fact. But not historical fact. The part that I find because you say it's historical fact. The part that I find insulting is when you say today black Americans don't have those rights after we have gone through civil rights revolution in this country. You are sitting here telling an African American about the rights and what you find insulting about the the way I live, the skin I live in every day. Here's where you and I have the freedom that black and white that black people don't have in this country and that black people do have. Well, here's where you and I have a different point of view. I think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin. We should have this debate without me regarding views, you as a black man, insulting that but you're me regarding you as a fellow citizen. That you're That's sitting what I think here, whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me whatever ethnicity about I'm, what it's like to be black Whatever America. ethnicity I'm, I'm I'll tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American. I'm proud of it. But I think we should have this debate. Black, white, doesn't matter. I think we should have this debate. On the content of the ideas. Do it, you should do it in an honest way and in a I fair think, way. And what you're doing is not an honest and fair way. Okay? It, with, we appreciate you coming on. With due respect, Don, I look forward to continuing that conversation. Thank you.
Thank you. The conversation. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. Thank you, Pop. We'll talk about China. Yes, does talk about China. Next time you come back. Oh, thank you. Much to say on declaring independence from China. Okay, something you can move on now, please. Thank you. So Lemon's entire argument here, and by the way, if you watch the video, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. The video's there. If you watch the video, you see his co-host. I can't remember her name, Daisy or some crap. I don't care. I don't watch the show. She's actually reading her emails because she's like, I'm not touching this. The reason Rasha Swami was talking about race is because Don Lemon brought it up. And then Don Lemon is saying he has no right to say anything because he's not black. By the way, uh, Ramaswamy is Indian, so he's a person of color. He's a very rich Indian. So basically, Ramaswamy just sitting on CNN proves that Don Lemon is wrong. And Don Lemon proves that Don Lemon is wrong. Because Don Lemon is a black gay man that made tens of millions of dollars a year being an absolute failure on CNN. So, they had every reason in the world to get rid of this guy. His show sucked. He was a misogynist. He was a sexist. He was abusive, apparently, on on the sets. He was a terrible human being. Now, the reaction to this is not much. Absolutely not much. Oh, by the way, uh, Don Lemon's former co-host was Poppy Harlow. That's who it was. Okay, Poppy, Daisy, whatever. It's a flower. The reaction is hysterical. For the most part, none. Everyone knew this guy should have been out. Nobody, a lot of people didn't even know he was on air. When he was moved from prime time to the morning spot, a lot of people were like, oh, he moved to morning. No one watched the morning spot. But the reaction from The View is hysterical because it shows, it shows the juxtaposition between how they feel about a good man like Tucker who does not share their views and how they feel about, we can say, a bad person like Don Lemon, but he shares their views. Let's listen to The View because it really shows you something. And, and I know that I'm biased here because Don is my friend. And he has been my friend for 20 years. Our offices were directly across from each other um, for most of that time that I worked there. And I will say that I don't believe, in my experience with him, that he's a misogynist. I think he loves women. He loves his mother. He loved his sister. He loves me. He loves joy. Um, what about I me? Am, I am, I don't, maybe he loves <laughs> you too. She stayed in his house. Um, but I, yeah, I think yeah. he loves me too. Yeah, but, I am, but I am, I am stunned <laughs> because I don't, and I, I hate that people are comparing Tucker's firing no. with Don's it's firing. Very, that's a oh, false equivalency. Yeah, no. False no. equivalency. And, and, and just to put a button on it, Don, yes, said some things that um, were sexist and I think ageist. He apologized for them yeah. and received formal training. And you know, okay? and he spoke to us. I, I know him too. We all know him here. Uh, Sarah stayed at his house he one loves time. Me. And, he, <laughs> and he loves her. She needs to hear that over and over again. Well, it's fine. But um, you know, he has been on the air for a long time fighting bigotry, whereas yes. Tucker has been fomenting bigotry. So exactly. there's a big difference there. And yes, he did say some some dumb things and, and apologize. And, and Tucker I, I, never apologized. But I only anything. know him personally. I don't know what he does when he's with his co-workers. Well, I do because I was yes. his co-worker. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I also think that when you you mentioned working in this business, we've watched as new management comes in and you say goodbye to a lot of people. When new bosses come in, a lot of yeah. people go out, deservedly or not. It's sometimes just, I'm going to bring in my own team. I feel like in some ways the writing was on the wall when the new management came. Yeah. In mm -hmm. fact, a lot of people were surprised yeah. that Don would be staying. And then they shifted him around, moved him into different places. So yes, it, he's had some missteps. He's also apologized for those missteps. But I think in a way, this was coming down the pipe yeah. for a while. He loves his mother. And by the way, you, no, he doesn't love you. Okay, he doesn't love you. You just didn't get in his way. Well, here's the thing. He's an asshole. He is a misogynist. He is a sexist. He is a harasser. He's a terrible human being. And I'm sorry, being black and being gay is not going to save him here. It didn't save him from CNN. And his closing statement when he left CNN was cowardly. He didn't say anything to CNN directly. He posted some crap on uh, on social media, Twitter, I think, which I didn't read because I don't care. And Twitter and CNN responded with basically Don Lemon's an asshole. So these guys, they don't like it. He burned that bridge. And by the way, this is a, a guy. This is an example of a guy whose career is over. He will be like Brian Stelter. He will find no work. This guy has no chance. Okay, so I'm going to go off and do my married thing. You guys have a great day. God bless you. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.